Welcome to the Love Bowls and God podcast. I am Chris. And I am Brittany Allen. And today we have some special guests, Danielle Stevens. Jermaine Stevens. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here, man. It's good. I'm yeah, glad you're here. Yes. Always, always, always. Many, many more times. However, this is episode three, and today's topic we're going to talk about relational discernment. Yes, relational mm. discernment. Mm. Can we relate to that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, what do you think of when you hear relational discernment? What comes to your mind, Danielle? I was thinking, I'm thinking about like minded people, like minded people, like minded spirits. Uh, yeah. I think many times when we think about relationships, we think of surface level. Yeah. Versus purpose level, right? Yes. Because for Christian relationships, if you don't marry within your purpose, then eventually the the good things that seem good, the things are going to fade. Yeah, because how can two walk together unless they agree? You can't be on two different ways. What you think, Jermaine? Uh, I think the the word discernment speaks for itself. Uh, it's It's a gift. And also, it's something that all of us should possess, not just in uh, marriage relationships, but all relationships. All relationships. Yeah. Because you want to make sure that whoever you're connected to is connected to your purpose. Right. Yeah. Because That's if good. they're not, what's going to happen is you're going to stop yourself from going where God wants you to go. Yeah, That's good. And eventually, yeah. what He'll do, He'll cause you what you'll cause yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll go through a lot of hardship and it stop you from going to where God wants you yeah. to go. What do you think, Chris? Well, I think that um, the example is kind of met when you, um, I guess, you start dating, yeah. and um, you get in relational relationships, uh, I should say, and um, it's based on pretty much lust. Yeah. Yes. You know? And you're attracted to that person physically, but in a spirit, um, you're not, and you're really not supposed to be really until you, you know, you you get married. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's really um, the kind of issue in our in our um, culture. culture today is that we are practicing um, sex before marriage a lot. Yeah. Yes. Um, they are doing um, different type of uh, camps and, and, you know, for protection and, and you should wear protection and all of that, too. So they encourage um, because yeah, they're sure. they know. Um, you know, we have a 12 year old and he's preteen and, um, you know, just the environment for him, they're growing at a much faster pace than what we, they're exposed um, to way more than, exposed to. than we were when we were younger. I mean, we saw a lot, but I mean, our parents had it, you know, had right. it, clue, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just wasn't yeah. going, it wasn't going to work like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I also think that, I think you, you touched on this topic. Um, when we get into these relationships with people, right? Yeah. And nine times ten, we know we're not supposed to be in a relationship with certain people. Yeah. Like we discern it yeah. before we get with them and we stick with it. And like you had said, I think you said that it's because we're still dealing with a spirit that we need to be set free from, delivered from, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're the spirit that we're dealing with is still attracted to the spirit that's within them, right? So, Whatever ungodly. Soul so tie, whatever they got going on, right. we're still attracted to it. So, right, if I have something that's going on with me that I haven't released uh, from um, in my preteen years, even until my young and older adulthood before I got married, um, those soul ties that I'm tied to, um, they begin to affect me if I get married and I don't break those curses with that's those good. spiritual beings, yeah. right? So, we have this. Um, opportunity to be free from all of that but sometimes we uh in a lack sense ignorant of devilly devices right Mm -hmm. so we date people we not supposed to date Mm -hmm. um we um we hang around people we not supposed to hang around Mm -hmm. um so we have to have the mind of christ when it comes to those things because if you still have that spirit in you you can be married to that person but that that other spirit spirit is Mm -hmm. jealous Mm -hmm. it could be to the point to where you don't want to touch that person, you know? Even when you're in marriage. And yeah. We dealt with that. Yeah, Incubus we did. and the succubus yeah. spirit, right? Right. And so with that entailed is like, I would feel that he wasn't um, romantic. Romantic. Right, yeah. romantic enough. Uh-huh. 
And um, it would irritate me because I grew up in a household. My dad is very romantic. And my dad's not. Yeah. Yeah. Just because flowers, just because kids. Like, I mean, they be like falling over each other. They be like, stop, ew, stop doing that in front of us. (laughs) That's just how my parents are, right? And so when I got with him, he's not like that. And I'm just like, what's the problem? Oh, maybe it's because he didn't see that growing up. And I'm just like, his parents were young, I'm sure. You know, but he didn't see it growing up, so I chunked it up to it just being that, and then God convicted me and was like, well, no, there were some things on the inside of him that he still needs to deal with, that he needs to be delivered from, and vice versa with me, because because he wasn't being affectionate, now I'm aggravated, and I don't, oh, I don't touch me, you know, it, it caused a divide there. And one day I was sitting there and I was reading about incubus and succubus spirits and how even even so much as the spirits are so controlling where they don't want you to 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 touch each other. They don't want you to come together and have sexual relationships with each other. They would prefer you to be arguing. Like when we wasn't married and we did, you know, it wasn't an issue. We didn't have an issue with that. Then we get married and it's just like issues on top of issues, you know? And so, um, when we recognized it, I said, okay, God, I just want to be set free from this. And I said, I don't know if he's dealing with it, but I know that I'm dealing with some stuff and I want to be set free because we go into these relationships from past relationships dealing with, you know, all of those spirits, um, and the spirits that they were dealing with before then, and then the spirits that the other people they were dealing with, like, it's just a, a mix of everything. And I wonder why, you know, I'm feeling certain ways. I'm I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with. I don't want you to touch me. Like, I mean, not at all. Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm good. You and then know? me, I'm like, man, I'm the, I'm the head of the house, so I'm paying all of these bills. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm holding down the kids, and, you know, I come home from a hard day at work, and like, I'm like man, I just, just want to love yeah. on my wife and all that. And then if, if she don't want to be touched. But then it goes back to, um, how you was raised to um, a lot of things that we do we get accustomed to by what our parents did right that's a thing right and, okay. and psychology describes it as you're a product of your own environment yeah, yeah. so yeah. what happens is psychologically we see things coming as we growing up right mm-hmm. and we we normalize it we yeah. think oh it's normal yeah. right. for this to happen mm-hmm. but then you give us someone else who they saw something completely it's like a mirror. different Yes. And then now it's like their normal is not my normal. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then here we go. And it, yeah. it caused some type of friction in yeah. that relationship. And right. it's hard for y'all to relate because in order for you to be in a, a proper relationship, you have to relate. You do. Yeah. But I you can't can relate. Together. Right. Yeah. You can't yeah. relate yeah. unless you first understand the differences of one another. Yeah. And I think that I had to get to the understanding and learn that about him. Okay. He may not be romantic as I want him to be, but what else is there in him that we can relate from? But also when I received deliverance from that and I said, Chris, you know, maybe you might be dealing with this spirit too. Um, After that, and I knew there was a deliverance. It was just me in my house. Nobody laid hands on me. Just me and God. Him in his office at work. Just him and God. And I tell you, my body was shaking like like a stripper. In church, okay, <laughs> it was, and and that that day in my house, I was set free. And I, mm-hmm. when I tell you something, the desire went from flat out leave me alone, don't touch me to Let's come go. touch me every day, like That's literally. And and I started to notice <laughs> more affection from him. I'm serious. It was yeah. like let's go on time, go. okay. And so I was just like, okay. So I started to look at things different. Like, you know how when you argue and stuff like that and yeah. in, in a marriage, I started to look at it like, okay, maybe it's it's more spiritual than we think it is. It's not always just the physical. It's spiritual as well. And so also in our relationship, like, again, that's discerning the spirits, discerning yeah, the things spirits. that, you know, we go through and we have to see the spirit behind it, right? Mm-hmm. So even in that, like, even when I was dating, I... Maybe I was discerning the spirits, but I just didn't care. Like, because I wanted what I wanted. I didn't want what God wanted for me. I think women do that a lot, though. Because yeah. I've done that, too. Um, you'll see stuff, but then you'll try to look past it because mm-hmm. you want to see what you want to see at that given time. Yeah. And many times, females, I'm not sure about males, but we put ourselves in situations where 
God was always showing us all along. All along. It's just that we ignored it. And then when things blew up in our face, then we looking crazy mm-hmm. because God was been trying to warn you from the beginning. Like we know, like yeah. it's like, I can't say that you go into a relationship and you don't see those red flags. Right. Like you see some stuff and sometimes you just be like, mm, that's, that's not too bad. Right. Even, even as much as we know what our foundation is in Christ. Yeah. And then we go and we get with somebody who has no foundation, no relationship with God, yeah. just nothing. They just come in, they just come into um just coming to church now i have no church home now i have nothing yeah uh couldn't tell you a scripture yeah you know yeah. But, but to go back on what um miss stevens just said yes guys do that we oh, we really? definitely we definitely ignore certain signs yeah because a lot of times i think for men i think we look at the outer appearance of a mm. woman and we find mm. some major attraction mm. and we're like nah god she man she bad yeah i mean i know i know you're saying she got horrible ways but and i know she don't go to church like she's supposed to but man she bad but well, we could pray man and then when, <laughs> right. once you start sleeping with this woman oh yeah, yeah. everything go- <laughs> then everything goes out the window like the red flags no longer red flags they green flags Love it. <laughs> now you think it's on the go now. You're like, okay, all right, I know she got issues, but I'm ready for this. But yeah. even in that, I think, okay, you know, you see the red flags, you're sleeping with this person, but there's something that's attached to you that you can't let go. So, it's a spirit. It's yeah. a spirit. It's that spirit. very spirit that you're trying. When they say, um, you know how people say, love is blind. Nah, sin is blind. Sin, Lust, yes. Lust is yeah. blind. Yeah. You know, yes. That's what's blind, you yeah. know. Because love open your eyes. True, yeah. true, true, true love, love. True love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. open your eyes. And I think a lot of times, in, in, uh, while you're in a dating process, if you if you haven't completely healed from mm-hmm. the last incident, yeah. then what happens is you come accustomed to Carry allowing mm-hmm. that person to heal you. Mm-hmm. And then when you become yeah. healed, now you're like, I don't really want you no more. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because because yeah. now you. You didn't got with somebody and they you healed and now you like this ain't what I really want mm, because right. what you wanted was attached to that that broken you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people get into yeah. relations trauma trauma ships, right? You relate on trauma. Yeah, you you know um, oh this person hurt me, this person hurt me, we bind on that. Mm-hmm. You know oh, I've been through something in my past, or even if it's people who've uh, been through you know heart say um, rape or something like that, and they may get with somebody. That they bond with over hurt and pain, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and that's not always good either. Yeah, no, right. yeah, you can heal together, but but y'all have know, nothing in common. You have nothing in common beyond yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. and that can explain the um, the the unbroken curse about you keep finding the same type of person oh. that you keep dating. You yeah. know, this person this is an abusive person, man. Same spirit. You you dating the same man that's abusive, you know. It may not be up front in front of you, but down the line, you start putting his hands on you and stuff. So yeah. we have to be mindful of the discernment yeah, uh, in the spirit and and yeah. um, basically just uh, keep your eyes on Christ yeah. and follow Him, and He'll direct your path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. man, discerning, man, that's key. Yeah, because, because man, if you don't discern what relationship is for you. The okay. enemy could be using that person to take you off course. Yes. Yeah. And man, that's that's powerful. Like discerning who to get in the relationship with. Mm-hmm. And, and to a lot of single women and men, because we can't just put it all on women, right? right. Yeah. But a lot of single men, you need to understand that it's okay for you to be alone. It's okay for you to wait until yeah. God mm-hmm. sends you someone. Because yes. when I was dating Danielle, Man, it was like a waiting process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. Like, I had to... Bruh. She had me in the wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and there was times, you know, during that waiting process, I'm sure that there was some impatience because she started saying things that, you know, maybe she didn't like, but then she started saying things that she liked. And mm-hmm. she can speak for herself on this. But yeah. for me, I had to go to God and pray, okay, God, I don't like this, but... Is this what you want me with? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. the Holy Spirit spoke and said, yes, mm-hmm. that's who I want you with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is your purpose. That yeah. is your wife. Yeah. And in church, 
And God spoke to me and he said, your marriage will be a ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I marriage not, is a ministry. I, I, I didn't really understand that. what yeah. that mean at right. that time. I was like, okay, are we going to go preaching together? No. Mm. But our marriage is a ministry. And anything that's a ministry, Satan's job is to destroy. destroy. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. And, and marriage is purpose. And if you're in a relationship that's not attached to your purpose, you're in the wrong relationship. I can tell you, in the first, what, two to three years of our marriage, man, it was really, really, really hard. And I'm like, I won't do this. I quit. I quit. Divorce, (laughs) divorce. I'm not. He said, he never told me divorce, but I know he didn't say that. He said, I didn't left you in my head like, you know, 50,000 times. I was like, for real? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you get, you it's, you re, you're learning the person that you're with. Like mm-hmm. it's different outside of the household. It's the fun, the bubbly. We dating, you know. We doing all of this stuff. But once you get in that household, you know, you're together. You're together all the time. You begin to see things that you just do not like about each other, right? Mm-hmm. And the communication. I think that's one thing we had to work on was communication. Communication, yeah. And it's gotten so much better because well, yeah, yeah. first of all, my mouth hot. My yeah. when when me and him got together, my mouth was very hot. Like I would, I wouldn't curse him, but I would curse at him because I would feel like, you know, when they say wives submit to your husband, for me, uh, submission felt like, um, I was letting him walk all over me. Felt like slavery. It felt like slavery. It felt like you was trying to tell me what to do. I didn't, I felt like it it did. It felt like a, a slavery. Like I was being told. And for me, it didn't feel good. And then, you know, to grow up and to see my mama and them, and I was like, mm, don't want to talk to me like that. You don't talk to me like that. Right. And then him being the man, macho, beating his chest. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you ain't going to talk to me like that neither. I'm the man. I'm the head of the house, head you know? Yeah, and that's, so, that's, yeah, that's what I, I think. Had, I remember going to my mother-in-law and I said, I'm struggling with this because I started to feel convicted because Chris was so gentle, you guys. Like, I would go off. I would be like, why are you talking to me like that? Like, why do you why do you treat me like that? Why like and I began to feel so convicted. I sat in the room and I cried. Okay, big tears. And I went to my mother in law. I said, Look, I said I'm having a really hard time with wow. submission. And she said, Oh, that's nothing big. She said, Um, I dealt with that too. She said, We all go through that. And she said, But the best thing that you can do is pray and you ask God to help you be submissive. And I went in that room and I prayed. And next thing you knew, I found myself I was encouraging. <laughs> I wasn't cursing with him. I wasn't, I would find ways, like he's the type of person that he won't talk and get it squared away right now. And I'm the type of person that leave me alone. Leave me alone. Let me calm down because yeah. I'm going to say something. Like I would have to go in a locked up bathroom though because he'd be like, let's talk. No, I need time because I don't want to say nothing. Right. You know, that, the situation. yeah, that's yeah. going to, uh, you regret that later. I regret. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to. I'm do like, that. let's get it right right now. Like, I ain't got time. I may die tomorrow. I may die in the next five minutes. I need to get it right. And that's that might be I why am. me and Chris are so close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all are alive. But I had yeah. to learn. Then we had to learn that our communication was different, right? So whereas he wants to talk about it right then and there, I didn't. I need to calm down. So I think we had to learn each other's. Uh, communication ways. So yeah. now he knows, okay, she may, I'm going to just go ahead and leave her. He will leave me by myself and walk off and then I'll be mad that he left me. <laughs> and you know, and let me yeah. calm down. He'll yeah. let me calm down yeah. and then we'll talk about it. And you know, now it's like, damn, I'm sorry I'm wrong. I know I, I know yeah. I was wrong. I should know. Like, that's how I am now. I'm so yeah. sorry. Like, what well, he'll just say, I'm, you know what, if I didn't, I'm sorry. I'd be like, alright, because you was wrong. Yeah, but you know, God convicted me even with that because He had to tell me, "Bert, you're not perfect." Yeah, like you're not perfect. You don't always get it right. You don't have the answers for everything. You're not always right, girl. Your way is not always right. And I had to learn that, yeah. and so I'm um, now I'm learning to, you know, if I'm wrong, let's get it together. I don't want to go to bed, you know, angry because the Bible even says that I I don't want to go to bed angry with Him. I want to get it right. So our communication level from from then to now. You know, it's much better. So we learn to even, those are moments. Like those, those, those it's going to happen. Those are moments. We're learning that those, those moments made us stronger. Yeah. You know, it helped us grow. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, we've grown in that area. So it's like, when we see it, it's just like, okay, yeah, it, it, it's going to pass. I, yeah. I promise you it's going to pass, you know? So even that, like. That's man. why discernment is key because yes. if you are in a relationship with someone that's willing to give up faster because yeah. they got some people who 
who just give up too easily. Oh, yeah. Be, because I think relationships, they go through seasons. Right. Mm, they and do. You're going to have your good and your bad, bad seasons. So during the bad moments, you need someone who is going to fight with you in those yeah. moments and be like, I'm yes. not, I'm not going to give up. Even though I say I'm going to give up. Yeah. I'm and you know what else you need? You need those. So I don't have. We don't have a lot of people who we talk to, right? Mm-hmm. We talk to y'all. We talk mm-hmm. to you know my my friend Chantel. Mm-hmm. We talk to our parents. We don't have a lot of people that we can talk to. Like if I'm wrong, I mm-hmm. hey, am I wrong? Yeah. I have my friend Tawana. What you think about this? Did I let me know? Am I mm-hmm. wrong in this situation? And she'll say, Well, friend, you you know, you wrong. You know, she'll say wrong. Oh no, Chris a little wrong. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to have. Those people who you can trust. Because the Bible says that iron sharpens iron, right? right? So I don't have too many other people that I can go to. But I know that if I'm going through anything, I have those friends that's going to pray me through. Yeah. And I just know anybody yeah. um, that leave them. Because I have friends like that, girl. You should just leave them. Okay. Yeah. And and you have people that will do that but because they don't have a foundation in Christ. And they don't understand that's marriage, right. you know. That's the first thing they say, girl, leaving. They got other people. Nah, ain't nothing. No, yeah. Well, I got it. I don't they feel like nothing better that. than that. Oh, they say, man, I wouldn't put up with that. Oh, right. yeah. My God. They sow <laughs> more discard into your marriage. Right. right. They sow more discard right. into your marriage than anything. And no matter who you get with, okay, you leave this person, but you got to deal with someone with someone else. You're going to deal with it. So it's anyway. like, you might as well deal with it. They may be worse. Yeah. They may be worse. Maybe worse. And then when you size up, when you size it up and you size up the stuff that you don't like in the, in the things that's you, that the good is going to always outweigh the bad, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in a relationship that God ordained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christ he, being in the center. In the center. Yeah. We had to learn that. Put God in the center. So how can, how can you, how, like, cause they're going to have people watching this and they're going to ask, so how do I properly discern if this person is meant for me or not? Ooh, that's a good one. Prayer. Um, prayer. prayer yeah. Gotta reveal it. Yes. I believe sometimes we ask God for things, but then when God gives us the answer, we don't want the answer. We so never we want it. Take what we want and leave the rest on the table. Yeah. But God is intentional about telling his people about what he wants. Yeah. Yes. He could speak to you through another person. I know for me and Brittany, we dream a lot. Sometimes yes. we confirm each other what yes. God is saying to each other. So that's why it's good to have Christian friends. Yes. Because if you have that person that you can lean on and you can talk to, Gotta reveal it, and yes. you won't be confused. Yeah, right. you won't and be. Bring to have those dreams. I'll be like, <laughs> for oh real, be so on point. I'm telling you. Oh Lord, yes, <laughs> help me. Yes. <laughs> so if we if we go to what um uh discernment is, it, discernment is used to describe work centered around determining if couples want to stay in a relationship or separate. Mm-hmm. Discernment is the ability to decipher what is true and false, mm-hmm. what is good or bad, or what is helpful or not helpful. People who have discernment are those who seem to have a knack for quickly identifying the heart of the problem. So mm-hmm. what really is wrong with you? What mm-hmm. are you really mm-hmm. dealing with? And no. that's why spiritual man, ask the Lord for discernment. Say, yeah. heighten my discernment, please. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you gotta pray for that. Yeah, you have that's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. That is a gift. And it's a gift we all need. It yeah. is. Yeah. With yeah. every relationship, not yeah. just in, you know, marriages, marriages. but friendships, yeah. uh family relationships. Like we need that period. even on your job. You're like, we need discernment. <laughs> we need it. We need discernment. Cause sometimes Lord help me shut my mouth. You know, yeah. we yeah. need that discernment. I so, believe. Oh, go ahead. Now. Nah, so for, for the word of God is living and active. What is sharper than any two edged sword? So mm-hmm. piercing the division of soul of soul and of the spirit and of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart that's hebrews 4 and 12 yeah and that's deep because i think the hebrew writer what he was trying to say is like you have to discern what's in the heart of a person yeah because if you don't discern what's in the heart of a person you stay looking at oh man this person is good man when i first saw that bro man i was like <laughs> and when I came down here from Texas, uh, the first time that we actually like, because for for years we never like went anywhere together. But like the first time I sat in her car and I met her mama, I looked at her and I had, I know I had the smile on my face that told it all. Yeah. Uh, man, she bad. I didn't and, even know though. And, and she constantly used to ask, "Why you always look at me like that?" 
I think even to this day, you still ask me that. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him, man, because, man, you just look good. But if I didn't have discernment mm-hmm. through the dating process, right. mm-hmm. that's I all I, I would have <laughs> looked at. I, right. I just would have looked Correct. at how, how good I thought she looked, right. mm-hmm. how bad I thought she was. Right. So what that's why lost? in the discernment and then the sex before marriage, I mean, mm. doing the process and the learning and everything in the discernment, if we stay pure until that day, you know, we don't end That's up really we don't end up backtracking what we did already. Yeah. Yeah. And what I, I mean think- by that is like we have the problems but it's gonna be resolved through prayer, but you're married. But if you do it before, then you're in the trap, right? Mm. It's like it's like a cycle. Like it's That's- like a cycle. You go over and you find the next person you sleep with. Then when that over, y'all get y'all have a lash out or whatever. Then yeah. you have multiple others. Yeah. And then if you don't break that cycle when you do decide to settle down, then you are gonna let that bring spirit all bring all. It's gonna it's first all of all the yeah. two um, become one, right? Yeah. So when you have sex together, you become one flesh, right? Yeah. So when you come together, all of those spirits that you have inside mm-hmm. of you. Becomes transfers. transfers to that other person. Mm-hmm. Now you wonder, like, why you like that? You wow, dealing with crazy. it, like, what? Yeah, like, what's what's going on? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's the issue? Man, that happened to me one time. Like, I was in this relationship I knew I shouldn't have been in, mm-hmm. and I was sexually involved with this woman that I shouldn't have been sexually involved yeah. with. And my wife knew about this. We talked about it, and this person had me feeling like I was nuts. Like, I felt like the heaviness from her. Mm. And it took me a while. I was like, God, I was like, God, what's going on? I've never been like this. Never have I ever been a person that dealt with depression like this. And then finally, I started looking through, like, her family dynamics. Mm. Started seeing, like, what's going on with her. Then I had to break free. I called me. I said, man, I can't. I'm not sitting with this girl. Mm -hmm. And when I told her, I was like, we no longer can have sex because I want to do what's right. Mm-hmm. She got angry. Mm. That's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, witch, oh, witchcraft. Yeah. 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 yeah, she man, she got so mad, bro. Man. She was on assignment. That's it. She, she was, was on, on assignment. assignment. You know, we don't really look at those relationships like that. They that on assignment. Good. The enemy yeah. is on assignment to still kill and destroy the seed yeah. that God yeah. has placed on the inside of us. You know, and that's why you guys be honest with yourself and be like, man, I'm the problem. I'm the issue. And it wasn't you until I realized, yeah. you know what, I have to mm-hmm. decide that I no longer would get involved with a woman sexually, but I would now put God before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And good. I mean, of course, you know, your flesh, yeah. you're going to want to. You yeah. may make mistakes. And you may make a mistake and you right. may do it because yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We made a mistake. And guess what? Yeah. God convicted. Let me tell you about my. Let me tell you about every that. time he every was. time <laughs> I was in the room and I was like, God, let me open the Bible. There's something that I need to read. And you know how you'll do, you'll have sex or something, and you'll feel so bad. You'll be like, God, I promise I'm not doing it no more. I won't do it again, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll slip up and you'll do it again, right? Mm-hmm. And I open my Bible and it says it's best to not make a vow to God and make a vow to God and not keep it. Yeah. Y'all, I sat in that bed so scared to move because I was like, somebody's in this room. Like, it's the angel. Like, the Lord is mad. He knew. He knew. Yeah. And I remember calling Chris and I cried. I was like, Chris, I love you. We can't do it anymore. And he was like, okay. You know, okay. And that's, that's fine. the difference. You know, the response. It, the response. Is different. The response. Yeah. The yeah. response was different. And right. from that moment on until we got married, we didn't touch each other. You know? Because I was like, God, we're going to honor you. We just going to, you know, I love him. And, and it was hard. Good. And it was yeah. hard. It was, hard. It was, it was hard. very, very, very hard, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's hard, too, um, when you're sexually active versus when I wasn't sexually mm. active, right? I, I was a person, my mom never talked about sex, so I didn't really know anything about mm. sex, which is not good. Mm. But, um... <laughs> I didn't know what it was supposed to feel like. I didn't even know my body parts. Yeah. So when you're not accustomed to not knowing, mm-hmm. like you really don't know what it feels like to be touched in a sexual way. Mm-hmm. So you're not missing anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus when you get with people who've been touching and all that thing, then when it's time to stop, it's harder because you experience that. Yeah. But a person yeah. who haven't experienced, like you don't know what it is to to have sex. Like you don't know because yep. Yep. we were sheltered from that. And that's why he says, don't have sex before marriage. We yeah. never did it, right? We never felt what it felt like, you yeah. know? 
We never had a desire to do that. It, it just, we just would have just waited. It would have yeah. been just the and way God for me, wanted. me and her talked yeah. about that because I wanted to know what made you wait versus me and me having a, you know, her friends and her family, they didn't talk about it. Mm-mm. I was with people, we were talking about it. They were doing it. We were doing, they were doing it. I was, you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do it because they were doing it. Let right. me do it too, you know? And so that's what I did. And there is a regret. People don't think there's a regret after that. You know, it's like, man, mm-hmm. I wish I would not have done it. But then even in a sense, God still says, hey, I still love you. You're oh, still yeah. mine. I still chose you. Mm-hmm. There's still someone for you. Because I think mm-hmm. for women, for me especially, I felt like used up. You know, like, oh, man, I not had, you know, I had my son. Nobody's gonna want an already made family, and Mom was like, "You're gonna be married." I was like, "I don't, I don't want to hear it." I was so angry with me, you know, for the decision that I made, right? And then I had had a child, and I saw my sister had had a child. I was like, "Oh, that's not gonna be my life," but it was my life, you know. And so I was just like, "Okay, God, I really do want to be married, so I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna ask you for what I want." And I prayed, and I said, "God, I, I, I lied. I do want to be married." Mm-hmm. I said, "But I need somebody that's gonna love my child." Like, you love me. Like, he's got to love him. Like, he's flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone. Like, it's his blood. Mm. And because I was really scared about that. Like, getting in a relationship, somebody's going to abuse my son or somebody that wouldn't care about Mm. him as much as I do. Right? Mm. And then, voila. (laughs) I have him. I have everything. that I said, I need a man that's on fire for you, God. I need somebody that loves you more than me. You know? And he gave me just that in him. And I was like... Mm-mm, God, something got to be wrong with him. You know, yeah. ain't no way that you love me that much that you're going to give me somebody. And I hadn't been in a relationship where I didn't have to wonder what he was doing, wonder if he was out there doing something. It was hard for me to accept. When you haven't been loved, right? Oh my God. My mama says this. Um, when you haven't been in a relationship and you haven't been loved, right? When you finally get somebody that really loves you and really cherish you and respect you, it is hard for you to receive it. And it was really hard for me to receive that love from him because I'm used to me having to look for where you at. I'm, I was used to somebody cheating on me. I was used to, you know, having to argue my case with somebody. So I brought all of that into the relationship. I brought all of that baggage into the relationship. And for me, I had to sit there and I had to, God, is, is this the man that you really, like you said, God, is this the man that you really have for me? And no matter how much I tried to fight it, no matter how much I tried to say, this this can't be right. This man loved on me. He loved on Royal. He was he, he was in my life. Royal was three months. He was, a, he was a new baby, three months. And he came into the relationship not just wanting to get to know me. Everything we did, every every time we spent time together, Royal was always there. And my daddy didn't like nobody, you know? And so, but I was like, look, my daddy, I don't like you. He don't do too good with my boyfriends or anything like that. I told him, you don't like it. And he did. <laughs> my dad loved discernment. He loved yeah. discernment. It was discernment, you know? And I was just like, look, I'm telling you, like, my daddy likes nobody. I'm telling you, nobody's good enough. Yeah, because they wasn't. Yeah, they were not. <laughs> right. you know, in my eyes, they were good. That's you that know, cycle that we talk about. That's the yeah. discernment. The yeah. discernment, and and we know better. Oh my gosh, I knew I knew better because when I go back and I look, I be you know how you get an agitation in my life. No, where mm-hmm. was I thinking? Like I be like, what was I? So you didn't get that free from me. Yeah, <laughs> like it. It, yeah. it the people. The people that you dated, you don't. They don't even look the same to you. The most like, what in the world was I ever thinking? But because you're set free. Yeah. You're not, you, you, man, the spirit of God in him greeted me because I told God, I said, God, I want to change. I'm a chase after you. When I began to chase after God and, um, I repented for everything that I had done and it was just me and God, me and God. So now the other people that I was dating, they didn't look the same. I, it, they didn't fulfill nothing for me. Right. I, I was greeted by the spirit of God that was in him. So you know? we think about it and I go back and. We both was in a relationship that was bad. Yes. I was broken down to, I was, I was hurt so bad that I didn't even want to eat. I didn't want to work. So God brought me to a place where I just had to trust him. So when I met Brittany, we was on the same page as far as like being hurt, um, uh, being misused and, um, things like that. So, um, by bringing us, uh, when we met, 
we was on the same level, but we wanted Christ more. You know, that was mm-hmm. the center. He was the center of the relationship from the get-go. Yeah. And I think we have to understand that if we have Christ in the center, in a relationship, then he's not going to leave us off for sake. Because he's yeah, going to make it right. Yes. He's going to make it right. All things. He makes yeah. all, he makes all new. things new. I think you brought a good point up though, uh, about the, when you first meet a, a person, about being the center. Because many times, male and female, we say, oh, a person is saved, and we think that God's the center. But yeah. you have to look at a person's fruit behind yeah. saying what's the center. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because we can one, see it. Do we have a church home? Mm. Are they active in their church home? Mm. Who are they hanging with? Mm. Um, all of that is important before you decide that you want to get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Cause and everybody, everybody right. love God. You could say like Every, yeah. everybody yes. a Christian. I'm a Christian. Like, that's so true. we gotta be discerning um, those spirits that's what's in them the because yeah. yeah, check the fruit that they. That they bear. The scripture yeah. that I've been standing on lately is um, how to be wise as a serpent but gentle as a dove. Mm. And I think that speaks on discernment. Yeah. If you all, you know, a serpent is, he's looking, he's constantly looking, he's searching, mm. he's yeah. seeking who he can devour, right? Mm-hmm. But if Christians, if we do that and we have that love of discernment, Man, the devil can't trick you because you don't no. already. God didn't show me what's going on before, yeah. so I can have that. I can have a head up yes. on what the enemy is about to present to me because God is showing me. Yes. I'm seeking Him and I'm discerning well, discerning spirits, and I won't be confused. I won't yes. have to be wondering like, well, should I be with this man? Yeah, uh, is this yeah. man for me? He won't yeah. be able to confuse me. And you have to be in prayer. I, I think That's a lot of us miss prayer and being yeah. in the word it's either one or the other Correct. instead of both yeah. you know and and we miss that time with god and we don't have you know we're not intentional with the time with god we're not intentional in prayer we're not intentional in fasting because a lot of people don't fast either yeah and so we're not hearing from god like we're not hearing and then when we do hear we not we, we can't discern his voice we can't mm-hmm. determine his voice he said my sheep hear my voice you know much is given much is required yes yes so for the viewers out there if you lack uh relational discernment if you're constantly misreading where you stand with other people if you think people like you when you um when they don't don't, if you think they don't like you when they actually do Mm. mm, that's good if you are totally clueless that someone is sending you signals or if you are totally clueless that someone is not receiving your signals you lack relational discernment when you're not mature in the lord right mm, that's, mm, that's good that's good Ooh, if often you get so excited about relationships when they start right they fresh oh i met this new that person they look good. good they smell good they talk they oh they they say ma they say like uh, you know you know that's yeah. a big thing right there especially in the in a christian family like man ma he say she say right Mm-hmm. You know that's a good one, and um, and re- when we read into things, um, we shouldn't look at when you are rooted in Christ and His Word, you will be more level-headed. Mm-hmm. When your brain is not crowded with too much emotion and wistful thinking, then you will be better able to assess the relationship for what it really Ooh, is. We gotta stop there. That's good. You can really assess, assess the relationship yeah. for what it really it is. is when your mind isn't clouded. Yeah. That's why you said keep this, keep your mind stayed on him and yeah. keep it in perfect peace. And you know? one of the things that clouds your judgment is what we've been talking about is you getting into an intimate the sexual bond, sexual yes. relationship yes. with someone. It's gonna mess you up. That's gonna mess up your discernment. It will. You yes. no longer have your antennas like up. Mm-hmm. Now you have all your guard is down. Yep. You have all your very, defenses are down. You're very vulnerable. Right. And that's not even talking about if you already damaged. Right. Man, now you done added this to the to oh, equation. Yeah. You you having sex and now all of a sudden you just, oh, I'm so lovely, lovely. Right. Oh. And, so, and to that equation, having a child out of wedlock. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that hurts. That's, yeah. That hurts. And then yeah. you get tied to that person when you're supposed to be tied to them for life, right? Yeah. You get tied to that person forever because they have, you have a child with them so there's a relationship mm-hmm. right there that mm-hmm. you have to try to make work mm-hmm. <laughs> even yeah. if the person is crazy or uh whatever um you have to make it work mm-hmm. yeah you, that, that's when we move out of the order of god you yeah. know yeah. when we move out of god's divine order for us mm-hmm. we, you know we we mess up a lot of stuff but thank god for his grace thank you we thank him for his grace thank and his mercy Jesus. because even with me 
um, having a child out of wet. Like I, I don't really have those issues um, in that aspect, but you know, then you have issues of whether they're going to be in the lab or whether they're not, you know, you have those issues as well. But I, you know, I thank God for grace and I thank God for mercy because where, you know, some people may, you know, where some parents may drop the ball, then we, God gave me him to pick up that, that right. weight, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like what I felt even in those relationships, because I think with women, when you have a child, right, whether it's out of wedlock or if you've gotten, you know, married and divorced, um, you, you think of it, like for me, I wanted my son to, his father to be in his life. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I wanted to make it work just because of Royal. Right. Mm-hmm. And I got into that relationship and, you know, we made this baby, made this child and even though I was seeing the fruits, even though I was seeing things that he was doing, um, discerning the things that he was doing was wrong. And I'm praying, I'm like, God, show me, God, show me, God, show me. And I'm seeing it, and I'm seeing it, and I'm seeing it. Yeah. And here I am, I have this child with him, and I'm like, God, I wanted to make it work because I want, I want this family, family unit. Yeah. Yes, but in even in that in that sense, God loved me just that much to say, okay, well, guess what? You may not have that family unit there, but then here we are. He gives me a husband that loves him yeah. exactly the way that God loves the church. You know, mm-hmm. like he loves. Right. If I hadn't told anybody that he oh, was in his body, know. you would never know. I would have never known. No. Yeah. You, you would never know. But you brought up a good case, though, about even though, like, with divorce, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, divorce, that's also having relational discernment. Yeah. Divorce is, when you go through a divorce, it is like death. Oh, yeah. It's, it is death. Like, yeah. A part of you breaks, yeah. you know? and you yes. could save yourself from so much heartache mm. not having to go through a divorce if you pick the way God wanted you to pick from the jump. His divine order, yeah. discern yeah. the spirit, and let's be and the right voice. Let's yeah. be, nobody wants to experience a divorce. Nobody. So, mm-hmm. so the thing is, let's let's look at the law of divorce. Of why it was written, the mm-hmm. Bible says that God allowed Moses to write that law because men's hearts was hardened towards mm-hmm. their spouses. Right. Mm-hmm. So, divorce was only written to give man an escape to get yeah. out of a bad relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, God hates it. Right. Yeah. He hates it, but it never was intended that way. So, yeah. a lot of times, when like she said. When you go through a divorce, it breaks you. It mm-hmm. does. Because now you have been connected with this person for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you have to learn how to live without and this it's connection. And spiritual time. Yes. Yeah. And even yeah. if you have kids involved, that's even hard. That's yeah. hard. It's hard. It's a spiritual tie. So, you got to break that bind that you have with right. this husband and this husband. And mm-hmm. then you got to start over and meet somebody else. Then yeah. you're so broken. By the time the new husband come in, it's like, mm-hmm. well, uh, we're going to see. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then and then God, like, you know what? I, I, you put yourself through that. Mm-hmm. But in that process, I think for, and that's why we got to write this book. Mm-hmm. In that process, I think through going through a divorce and even learning how to love again. Yeah. After divorce. Yeah. After divorce. Yeah. And yeah. learning how to love properly. Mm-hmm. Because that speaking. goes that goes again for when you wasn't, you know, being loved properly, when you get into the relationship, it's hard to um let another person love you in the right way. It's mm-hmm. hard to it accept. Is. The love that, yeah. that's being poured back mm-hmm. into you. Yeah, and the reason being because you you didn't you didn't been through. See, in my situation, in my divorce, I can't really say yeah. that we got divorced because someone was cheating or anything yeah. like that. But it still hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hurt because I was with this person for ten plus years. Mm-hmm. So when that separation happened, oh, yeah. man, it broke me. Mm-hmm. And it took some time for for one for me to be healed, yeah. and then for God to send me someone that knows my pain mm-hmm. and understands mm-hmm. my pain. And see yeah. how he does. Let me tell you something. How yeah. God knows. Mm-hmm. How yeah. God knows. He like, yeah. a, he like a matchmaker of the matchmakers. Okay? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gives yeah. you the best. He gives you what you what you, what you lost. He give it back to you. Because, right, for him, when he was in a relationship, there was a child involved in a relationship. A boy mm-hmm. at that. Right? So, he had become attached to the child. Wow. So, what that he lost. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So when he lost, yeah. God gave him back through Royal. Yeah. Wow. And when wow. I felt that Royal lost, he gave it back through, through Chris. And so, he gained 
two more. Yeah, and yeah. gain two more. Yes, right. yes. Yeah. So God, yeah. like God, yeah. you know, we don't. Intentional. Yeah. intentional. Yes, he is yeah. very, very. That's good. He's mm-hmm. intentional. Right. That's he why, is so man, intentional. discernment is key because yeah. you want God to put you in the right relationship. Because I'm telling you. The enemy job is to ruin families. Oh yeah, yeah. he he did it with Adam and Eve. Yeah, yeah. he he want to separate families and cause division because oh he know that God' order, yeah. divine order, is family, mm-hmm. and God loves family. So yes. Satan's job is to destroy families because yes. once he does that, he feel like he accomplished his mission because yeah, when he destroys right. a family. What he generation. does, he leads, he, he does he it for a generation. He's trying to destroy purpose. The whole yeah. generation. The whole when you destroy yeah. Because then purpose. children are fatherless. Yes. Yeah. Mothers are single now, and now mm-hmm. they have to raise and children. Less without God. More generations. Yeah. Yes. yes. And he caused pain and agony, and yeah. now you have this family dynamic that's broken, yeah. and it takes the Holy Spirit and God to bring it back together. Yes. So we like, actually had to repent about this a couple of days ago. Um, well, I'm like, God, I, I repent for not knowing what my purpose is in this marriage. It's yeah. not just for me to be married to you just to say I'm Mrs. Stevens. Yes. It's yes. for me to be married to you because we are supposed to break down the devil's kingdom. Yes. We're supposed to help save souls. Yes. And I, I, I prayed to God. I was like, God, if I ever lost sight of the mind, the goal that you had, yes. then I want to repent of that because Amen. the goal is for us to save souls. Yes. You know, and reach it other is. people. Yes. Yeah. Like, we, you, you, you have to be a light. Yeah. A light. It's like, like I say in my prayers, we're walking, talking billboards. Yeah. So your marriage, you know, yeah. people are people are always watching, right? Watching. They're always yeah. watching. Oh, yeah. Mask on and mask for you to off. Fall too. You know, yeah. some are waiting for you to fall, but then there are those that are looking at your marriages and like, oh my gosh, I want that. I want that. Like, mm-hmm. how do I get what they have, Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus, man, they they better be careful, man. It takes a lot Ooh, to get what I got. Okay, man, to get what I got. It take a lot. It costs a lot too. Yeah, yeah, it costs it costs much is given, much is required. Okay, yeah. you, you show you want Miss Stevens, uh, yeah. right? Let's show. So, I mean, can you? Because I done been through some stuff. Man, okay. Can you honestly, put up with with Miss Stevens, and not saying it in a bad yeah. way. Yeah, I'm but, saying, but. Because, you yeah. know, God put you with that person for a reason, right? Yeah. And maybe to be you, mirrors. Yeah. Right. Like, you be, you, it's like when you, when you, it's like it's you really talking to yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I could say 50 million things about him, but I'm, but it's always pointing because guess what? We're one. Yeah. 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 I'm We're on, on, on no the passive side. She more of the aggressive. She's yeah. side because, so, so check this out. So I go to a fast food restaurant and I get in the order wrong. So. I'm upset because Brittany checking the bag for now. Nah, you don't have to do this at Chick Fil A, by the way. Holla at me. <laughs> Chick Fil A is is on point, right? Yeah. I say, babe, it's Chick Fil A. You don't really have to check. So, I mean, we don't really eat McDonald's and Burger King and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but on the same sense, you know, you think about it, like Brittany's like, man, I'm gonna check this food, like, like <laughs> looking looking through the phone, and I'm I'm up there, I'm like. I'm mad, like I'm not really if mad, 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 but I'm like, it's food wrong. I'm just, and he's like, I'm gonna yeah. just keep it, and I'm like, right, I'll be like, I'll be like that too, and then I'll be like, man, nah, I thank God for my wife because you know I, I don't want to do that. I could do that, but she the one that said, man, where he, where he's right, lacks, bro. I'm gonna get this lacks, right. Like I pick up, and then yeah. where I lack, like he picks up, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, each other. we compliment yeah. each other, yeah. and I think that in relationships we for, we forget that and we don't understand that and we don't see that well what you know what does he have what does he have that I can learn from you know mm-hmm. uh, many times you know he'll check me in a quick minute and I'll be like you know what babe I ain't think about it like that but you're right you're yeah. right and I think that in marriages I think if we go in we go into marriages and we you know that that's why we have to stay in prayer like we've we're learning and we've learned like if we're not praying together and we're not on one accord, then it's just like the devil is just in there like swimwear. The turmoil. Turmoil. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's bad. Yeah, you know? God it's, is calling us to be that light in the midst of darkness. Right? Yeah. So he's also calling us to break those cycles and, yes. and tell people more about his word and his love. You know, yeah. right? Because love covers the multitude of faults. Yeah. yeah. It does. It does. It does. I think too having discernment will keep you from a lot of uh, emotional 
of baggage. Yeah. Having discernment would keep you from a lot of emotional hurt, even within your relationship. Yeah. Because God had really been dealing with me with that too. Like, you know, I don't know about men, but I know for women, our emotions be all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like one day you feel this way, one day you feel this yeah. way. But God is like, you have to be like a, a the Bible says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Yeah. And if you're constantly emotional about everything, you're double-minded, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't really see as you should because you, you, you're out of whack. Yeah. <laughs> so having that discernment is key because we got to get our emotions in check. Mm-hmm. Even if something bothers us or it, yeah. uh, somebody says something the wrong way in a yeah. relationship, it'll make you evaluate yourself. Like, no, I'm not being double-minded. No. I'm going to yeah. get my emotions in check, you know? Yeah. Right. And, and communication, even, too, and communica- because yeah. you got to understand that we're human beings. Yeah. yeah. We both trying to fit into this square peg, right? Mm-hmm. And as one couple, because we are one, right? So if something offended me, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since you, and since you know it. already, I will hope and pray that you don't do things that offend me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. we gotta be careful. I think with I had that. to learn to do that, like, cause you know when you're mad, like, you might, <laughs> like, I might know something to offend him, but because I'm mad, I'm gonna do it anyway because because I'm mad, you mm-hmm. know. And I had to learn to not do that with him, or if it offends, just because um, it, I don't think it it should offend him, and but if it offended him, it should be something that I should work on and fix. Mm-hmm. So he can say, "Babe, you said something real harsh, and that kind of offended me." I'm just like, well, why you got offended by that? You should have got offended by that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's his feelings. I can't tell him what he feels. Yeah. So I had to learn how to be more understanding to what he feels versus in the same manner because I'm like that. Yeah. He had to be understanding uh, yeah, to my feelings yeah. and what I felt. And both ways. Yeah, to make it matters. Like yeah. my feelings matter and his feelings matter as much. And I think the, the enemy comes in and he comes to divide in that manner when because we can get like that, like Something that may not offend me may offend him, yeah. and I'm and I'm not caring about the feelings. I'm not caring about his right. thoughts. I don't care how you feel about it because that the it sermon meter becomes off. Yeah, it turns off. Yeah, it's right. true. Especially Which when we mad, it, 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 it's off. Yeah, it's, it's off. Straight it's like, off. I don't hear man. it. It's my way or the highway. You know. Yeah. So um, we've learned and are learning to to be careful with his heart just as well as I want him to be careful with mine if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, being strong in a relationship as mm-hmm. far as like trusting each other and trusting God, right? So what I, me personally, what I learned like I used to tell my mom a lot mm-hmm. of things. I used to tell my dad a lot of things and about my, my sister, his, her dad, her mom, not her mom but her dad and the bad thing about that is that they're gonna form their own opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, there's they a flesh like- that kick in other than discernment, right? That that when you mad, there ain't no discernment. That's out the window, right? Yeah. So, for example, if I get mad with her, uh, uh, and then uh, she get mad with me or whatever, and I go say, "Hey, Dad, Mom, you know, Brenda just she just acting all crazy," and then that person may be like, "Well, I've been knew that." Mm-hmm. No, I've been knew that. I've been knew that. Then they go into how they really feel, right? Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Guess down. what? What's mm-hmm. in the heart gonna come out. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta be careful that, like we said on our last episode when we talked about love, we don't want to let the things that um, get that's in our mind get rooted in our heart because mm-hmm. when it get rooted in our heart then the act comes out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we begin to say things that we really mean mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't just say stuff that don't mean trust me yeah but we say things that we really mean and you know we have to be careful to blot out of things of our mind right and, and that's even, not like him even when it goes back to like he would i would call my parents and you know Cause we were living with his parents at the time and I would call them and tell them, you know, what was hurting me. Cause at the end of the day, your parents going to be mad when you back good and y'all talk and everything fine. They still going to feel the same way that they felt when it happened. Right. So now when the family gathering comes, just give an example, it's going to be some type of tension. It's going to yeah, be tense. The air is going to be tense because they already know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, you should keep it in the house yeah, anyway between you and God because God is the fixer of all problems. Yeah, yeah. We, we wouldn't go to, it, it was a problem because it's funny, we would never really just go to God about it. We would always, mama, just had daddy, to talk to had somebody. to talk yeah. to and somebody. Then, then, then the same thing with Brittany, like social media is, I do it, but, but I you I can judge um the person, well, not just the person, but you can really 
um, figure out what's going on with a person by what they post on social media. Like, you can tell what the subliminal messages is or, yeah. So, I I had, I don't do it. I don't really do social media like like that. Um, and then I I think my sister in law picked it up. (laughs) Yeah, like, Chris, what's, yeah, Y'all she picked right? it up Y'all good? because of, of Y'all how my right? post and this. people were commenting <laughs> uh, on the post, like, y'all. Y'all good? And um, but that's, she that's... slightly picked it up and she texted me and she was just like, don't put your business on no Facebook. Yeah. But I was so mad with him, you know, and yeah. I was like, you know, I was masking it so people wouldn't get it. But, you know, other people probably didn't get it, but she caught it. Right. Yeah. And she sent me a good little text. Don't put your stuff on Facebook. Don't do that. If y'all got an issue, y'all talk it out. Like, what's going on? You know? Yeah. So we yield to and the Holy love. Spirit. When we yield to the, if we yield to the Holy Spirit, when we get mad and frustrated and we just want to talk to someone, talk to the Father above. Yeah. yeah. You know, talk to God don't talk first. to Facebook. Don't, because when we posting on Facebook, we really trying to get a reaction and people to agree with, with what we wrong. did. Yeah. That's true. You know? So we gotta be I careful think even with when that. We calling our families, like we yeah. we looking for them to agree slightly, agree with us. Like mm-hmm. you think they right, and not that not percent they gonna agree because I know mine was agreeing. You know, my mom would take over him. Until Chelsea, I'm wrong. And my um my my they'd be agreeing, they'd be agreeing with him sometimes. You know, but yeah. um but I've learned to just keep it in the house because nine times of ten, once we. T- once we calm down and we talk about it, it's not that big as what we possibly right. made it. And the enemy magnifies. He does. He magnifies he does. The, the issues, highlights them. You don't see nothing but that issue. You don't see what God sees. Right. We see just that issue, he you does. know, and that alone, yeah. you know. Yeah, and all that comes with discernment, too. Yeah, though. discernment. Because discernment. If, if you're discerning, you got to constantly be discerning, even once you find the person that God wants for you and even afterwards because if you're not properly discerning in that relationship you may say some things that you're not supposed to you may do some things you're not supposed to and for me I had to recognize her triggers and even now I still get it I mess up sometimes like we all do sometimes I don't even recognize her triggers I just touch that button and then Mm -hmm. boom Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I think that even with that like even in recognizing her triggers that would have her be like okay that's a trigger that's something I gotta work on yeah yeah. because even with me when he does that I'm like ooh okay I gotta work on that yeah and it'd be hard because they'd be like because it'd be God calling you out man he will call you out when you have a relationship with him every time so if you think about it can we really judge the heart of someone and know what someone Yep. Let's give an example. Yeah, right. If somebody have a good heart, right? Mm-hmm. Can we judge their heart? We can't. Mm-hmm. We only could judge their actions because their actions. God is the one that judges the heart. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. We got to be careful when we think that, oh, this person got a good heart. They don't do all of that and all that. God is the one that right. judges the heart. Right. Because yeah, you never really know what's in their heart anyway. They only gonna right. show you surface level. Surface yeah. level. You think yeah. somebody gonna tell you, oh, man, I'm crazy. <laughs> no, oh, no, they'll never tell you that. <laughs> they'll never tell you that they got issues. No. Like, they'll they'll uh-uh. never tell you yeah. that. But they're gonna tell you the, they gonna tell you all the good things mm-hmm. and hopefully you don't find out the bad things. Correct. And when you right. find out the bad things, it's like, Oh, okay, I didn't think you were gonna find that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. You have to judge their actions. Yeah. But you also got to pay attention to the change, too, because people mm-hmm. are ever evolving. Yeah. yeah. So when a person change on you, you got to ask, okay, was you did you change because this is who you are now? Mm-hmm. Or were you so, showing me a sign of you that I didn't know about? Yeah. Right. yeah. Because a lot of times they do that, too. Because yeah. that happened to me, man. I was in a relationship, <laughs> ended up good. All of a sudden, bam. Here come Hercules. <laughs> but even in that, I always say, I don't think no one is really blindsided. Like we say we blindsided, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So God is always signs. showing. Yeah, he always showing. Mm-hmm. We just ignore it. I really do. I saw, I saw crazy signs the whole time, but man, I was so caught up in sin to where I ignored every could, sign yeah. possible. I was like, man, I'm caught up. When I say sin, sexual sin yeah, I was so right. caught up in the sexual sin that I ignored every sign there was I ignored it too me too yeah, yeah. I like we all have that in. Yeah. Yeah. We all have and then that. when I think about it man I like the sex with me and all that I don't know why I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I mean it be the truth yeah. it, it, it's the truth I think yeah. we do it's just such it's, 
I don't know. It's just it's just All the, the same. Exactly. But it's yeah. like you said, when the devil's on assignment, yes, he sends you what you like. Yes, to distract he you from your purpose. But I was yeah. lonely. What it was, I was lonely, mm-hmm. filling a void that and only God I was filled. filling the void. And then once I once I got to, that's why I mentioned that about healing. Once I healed, I was yes. like, yes, I don't even know why I'm sleeping with you. Yeah, I'm not supposed to be doing this, and it's horrible. I think we all have to get to a place of um, healing. Like yeah. I was in a healed state. He was in a healed state, healed state, healed yeah. state. Because if God had sent me, my husband, in the midst of me still being broken, I probably would have broke his heart. Yeah. You know, or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be together now. Right. So God right. knew when it was time. God knew when it was time to send them. God knew that when he sent them, he knew he knew his child. He knew I was going to be. Just be like, God, I don't know. I don't, I don't think. No, ain't no way. You don't love me that much. You know, he know I was going to, you know, kick against it. Like, I don't know, God. But in the end, you know, God just saw mm-hmm. fit and he said, hey, this is the one for you. You know, this is the one mm-hmm. for you. I love you just that much that I'm going to give you someone who you can walk with, who you can do ministry with, mm-hmm. who you're going to be in purpose with. So I thank yeah. God for that. I thank God for purpose shifts. Yes. I thank God for um, relationships and friendships, you know, yeah. even the friends that could tell you, hey, look, I know you like this person, but that ain't it. You yeah. know, yeah. I did like so, it three yeah. times. Like, so so, so how, how, do you, how did you know that he was the one? How did I know? I had prayed. I, when I say it, I literally prayed and asked God exactly what I wanted in the, the same man. Thing. And I said, God, this is what I want. And I remember going to his, <laughs> his Facebook page and I read. He didn't even know he put it in there in his bio. He wrote that his mom was a minister. And he wrote that he was looking for um, a Christian woman, someone after God's heart. That's what he wrote in there. Mm -hmm. And um, as we talked, we began to talk on the phone. Like, all we talked about was Jesus. Mm -hmm. I had never had a relationship where, you know, we talked about God all the time. Like, we, we would fall asleep. We would be praying together. I never had that, you know. And so I questioned it because I was like, well, maybe be being fake, but it wasn't, it was real. Yeah. And when he came in and his relationship was what it was with my son, um, it was just hard to deny it. And I went to God and I prayed. I said, God, I mean, I, I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody if this isn't what you call, but he just loved on me. Like mm-hmm. if I didn't understand what the love of God really, really was, or really felt like I saw it with him, mm-hmm. you know, he loved me in that manner. And it just was undeniable. It just, our relationship flowed, you know, Mm. for a man to come in with my, you know, three month old and love me in the way that he did. He didn't have to, he could have said, Hey, you know, I got options. I got a child and, but he didn't do that. He didn't judge me for it. We, we were going to church with each other. You know, I was visiting his church and he was visiting my dad's church and I just, God just God just revealed them to me. It just was like there. God said, that's your wife and that's your husband. And when I went back and I was just looking at my prayer, looking at my prayer, it was everything that I had asked God for. Now, granted, I did say, Lord, I want to be like six feet tall. I did, I did say that. I said, I'm not God, dead, by the way. But look, I said, God, I have a I'm sense five, of humor. Look. Five, God, five, <laughs> I said, I got a sense of humor because he's like a, a, a little inch taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said taller, taller than you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you got what you asked for. Yeah. 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 He is taller than yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I got such a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, I laugh about that all the time yeah. because I did say that. I said, well, God, I said I want to be an inch taller. Hilarious. He said he will give you what you yeah, need. Okay. Right. Right. And I ain't want nobody taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ain't no serious about yeah. all. Ain't no serious yeah. about yeah. all situations. So, so how did you know? How did you know? Man, with you, I think, uh, if, at first, I didn't know. Because I think when me and you first started talking, I thought we was talking as friends, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> this oh. is the guy I'm true. Um, friends, okay. Well, that's on. what I thought. But then Tell the when... Tell right. the truth Friday. <laughs> right. But then when me and you started talking and I saw the pursuit, right? This boy used to drive from Texas to come see me. Every weekend. Every weekend. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, man, that's like a big old... That's commitment, right? You drive from another state yes. to come see me. Then we were going to church together. Mm-hmm. We prayed together, which mm-hmm. we did that as friends too. Yeah. 
but I, I believe God, man, revealed them to you. Yeah, because yeah. the way I, we got together, there's nobody but God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I neither one. Well, she wasn't looking. Let's just be real. She wasn't looking. Mm-hmm. But I don't think in the beginning I wasn't really. I didn't think it was gonna end up with us being married. Yeah. No, yeah. I really didn't. Like, yeah. I just still shocked me at the time. But I think the moment she said to me, Well, if, if somebody you're gonna date me, then you gotta move from Texas. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know the type of job I have. I can go wherever I wanted to in the world. Mm-hmm. So I, I told them that day, I said, Look, I wanna be transferred to Louisiana. Yeah, that's all right. Go and, get your woman. And then he was like, Why? I like, don't worry about that. I mean, I need to be transferred. Mm-hmm. No later than a month. That's oh, yeah. yes, right, friend. He happened. had a word, yeah. And then I think I think that's what like really sealed it for her because she yeah. didn't think I was gonna really move because I still love Texas. Yeah, yeah. love it. But <laughs> I did it for her. That's you know? mm-hmm. that love. That was the pursuit. That and see, that's pursuit. God showing love. Yeah. God's like, yeah. look, I love you. I got you. Like, yeah, you pursuit. don't have to do life alone. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that's that's a blessing in itself. Really, thank y'all for coming. I enjoyed oh, this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, so we help somebody out there. Hopefully, yes. with the honesty, with the yeah. transparency. Yeah, like, yes, very sure. transparent. We were very, very yeah. open and transparent. So, I really yeah. do hope that this blesses someone out there. Mm-hmm. I pray that you know your antennas are up, your discernment yes. is heightened. You know that you see people the way that God sees them, but mm-hmm. you have an understanding of relational discernment, yes. and that you take. Whatever you heard, whatever you learned, and you, you're able to apply it to your life. Um, so we thank you for watching the Love Vibe and God. God podcast. I am Chris. I'm Brittany. I am Danielle. And Tremaine Stevens. God bless you. Bye, y'all. Chose to do it God's way.